0: Hello and welcome back to the Keeping It Real Estate with Chris Bober podcast. Actually, today is Keeping It Real Estate with Chris and Jen Bober. And um, so of course, we are Team Bober here at Nebraska Realty. Uh, we work together. And you know, when we put our stuff out there for you guys to, to listen to us and to watch us, you know, our mission is to educate and empower you to make great real estate decisions. So, a quick reminder: wherever you're listening to this, if it's on a podcast, App, just click the little subscribe button down there so you can subscribe to our channel and our podcast, and then you can get notified every time we do a new episode. If you're watching this on YouTube, click the little button down there, subscribe, and the notification bell. That'll help grow our numbers, keep getting our message out to the the right audience, and wherever you're watching this on social media, the link's going to be in the caption below. Um, you can find all of our stuff out there, especially if you want to go to teambovercom That houses all of our stuff. So, um, again, welcome back here. I got I'm joined by my better half today. I know.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, we really wanted to do um, more of our stuff together because we work. We do everything together and and together we're a team. And, you know, I always say she's my better half, but there's certain things that she does way better than me and vice versa.
1: Absolutely.
0: So today what we wanted to do is we want to talk about the real state of real estate. I know you're seeing and listening to a lot of people out there that are giving you a lot of facts and figures, but you probably wonder why, how does that apply to me? And today, what we're really trying to do is we're going to talk about our experience out in the marketplace. Like we're, we're down in the trenches every day, battling for our clients. And there's a lot of noise out there that you might be hearing. And we want to give you kind of the real skinny on, on what's going on in the real estate market. So we're going to talk about our clients' experience, how we're dealing with that in the shifty market. We are in the middle of a shift, right? If you look at what we were last year at this time, all the way up until about June, then we kind of had a pivot. And the market has changed significantly since then. Is, yeah. So has our clients' experience in the marketplace. So today we're going to talk about affordability. We're going to talk about the speed of the market, how it's changed. And we are also going to talk about financing challenges that we're having. So uh, first and foremost, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about affordability. Yeah. So one of the things you're, yeah, one of the things you're hearing out there is how mortgage rates have changed. Mm-hmm. And here's some statistics and kind of a shocking scenario that that helps it paint the picture of it. So if you were to buy a two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars house, which is kind of the average in Omaha, it's kind of the, the breaking point in the middle. Um, if you were to buy that in January, the interest rates were three mm-hmm. percent. So that payment would have been about fourteen hundred and eleven dollars, right? That's with principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. So that's just an estimate, but it's pretty accurate. Now fast forward to two thousand to November right. of this year, two thousand twenty-two, and interest rates have gone from three to about seven yep. percent. They go a little bit below. I've seen them a little bit over. It's Let's just... fluctuating,
1: but it hovers around seven.
0: Yeah. So at seven percent, that in, that payment has gone from fourteen eleven to nineteen fifty a month. That's an additional five hundred and forty dollars a month, or over six thousand dollars more a year. Mm-hmm. So if you were in the market to buy a two seventy five house in January you're going to pay $6,000 more a year.
1: Yeah. Well, even if, I mean, we have a real life example of where we represented the seller in this case, but um, the buyer's pre-approval letter and their conversation with their lender was done in August, uh, about mid August. And we got under contract in October and we ended up, it ended up falling through because the market and the rates had drastically changed so much from, from August, mid August, and now we're in October and sh- that particular buyer had not had a conversation with their lender again to get that stuff updated. And her s- situation clearly significantly changed from a buying perspective and um, the the deal fell apart and it had to go back on market for our sellers. So that's a lot of effort and, and things that doesn't work out good for anybody in the end.
0: Yeah, and I think my takeaway from this is especially for people who are selling right now the market is drastically different than it was six eight months ago oh, yeah. so when we, we meet with people about selling property we sit down with them we give a, give them a whole comprehensive um, understanding of the process and then how we fit in there mm-hmm. and then we like to help them understand the market well the market today is very different right if you can, if you can put yourself in a buyer's shoes with affordability being such a huge issue mm-hmm. you have to price your house and stage your house and make it in great condition so that it's the most appealing to these very, very wary buyers, mm-hmm. right? W- would you agree that buyers are a little, you know, they're a little hesitant these days, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, they're spending more for essentially the same thing. So they're mm-hmm. going to be a little bit more critical and and things of the property and making sure, you know, it's really worth, worth that.
0: Yeah. And if you can imagine that there's we still have a good amount of buyers out in the marketplace because no, yeah. there's not enough homes, right? right. We still inventory don't, we is low. haven't mm-hmm. caught up to the inventory that we need to take care of the housing needs in, in this area or anywhere in the country, mm-hmm. really. Um, but buyers are just more particular, right? right? So, in this scenario that I talked about, so if you were can afford a $275,000 house back in January, well, with today's interest rates, you're probably... If all the numbers stay the same, you're probably have to go below two fifty. To find mm-hmm. something you can afford, right? And that's a that's a that's a kick in the stomach right. for buyers, yeah. right? It doesn't feel good to get, yeah, no, same no. amount
1: less and essentially less for your money.
0: Yeah, so we help people navigate that, yeah. right? And 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 it, it takes work on both the listing side mm-hmm. and the buying side, mm-hmm. right? And one of the things we really do have to have to educate people and help them understand it. It's also very important to to have relationships with lenders. So right. um the next. Statistic that has really kind of shown up is just the overall market. But I think what we're seeing is the speed of the market has really changed. Mm -hmm. Just so we're clear, the last two or three years, the speed of the market was warped, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it just wasn't normal. But Mm -hmm. I think we got it in our heads that that is normal. Mm -hmm. So, just some stats looking at from April to November. And you know, we do a seven day snapshot, I do it on on social medias. Mm -hmm. There, you can find these at uh, Team Bober. On, on, on Twitter, on TikTok, on YouTube, all those things. But back in April, we were averaging about 400 new listings a week. We were average, averaging putting up under contract about 325 of those listings, um, selling in the 300s a week. Mm-hmm. And these every week we're churning these numbers out. And back then, we had about 800 plus or minus homes on the market at any given time. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's fast forward down to November. So right now, instead of 400 new listings a month, a week, I'm sorry, we're putting on about 275. Now, that's just a seasonality of the market. Right, Less people are, you know, mm-hmm. looking to sell their <coughs> excuse me, their house this time of year. But this is a drastic number. In April, we were averaging about 325 houses going under contract a week. In November so far, we're averaging about 175. Mm-hmm. So there are buyers out there, but a lot fewer of them are going under contract. Right. Um, the souls are down l- low 200s. And as of last week, we had over 1,800 listings on the market. That's over 1,000 more than we had back in April. Mm-hmm. Now, again, there's seasonality to this market, but that just goes to show you that the speed of the market has really slowed down. Yeah, And it's slowed down in comparison to a super hot market, but we're back kind of towards normal now.
1: Right. Yeah. And that... that- volatility isn't always a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it can it it's great to be a seller and have all these offers on your home and have all these options, but there's a a tediousness and uh kind of a downside to that too and uh, you know, we I won't get too into it, but you know, er, people think, well, a balanced market, you know, cuz we're used to the last two years is a bad market. It's actually really it's really the way it should be mm. and it makes, you know, your buyers are making a little bit more sounder decisions and um, I, I just think there's a lot of good to it.
0: Yeah, I, I think that balanced is the term that I would use right now, as Absolutely. far as a market where the buyers and the sellers really don't have a clear-cut advantage over the other. Yeah. Maybe I'm truly
1: people... back to like working together to, you know, with the same goal in mind.
0: Yeah. So I mean, so so buyers yeah. and sellers have to come together, and there's a lot of things that just kind of. Were normal that disappeared out of the process mm-hmm. for the last few years, right? So the expectations are back to normal. Well, I would say for inspections, people yep. want to buy a house; they want to have the right to have it inspected. Um, there are the days on the market are increasing, mm-hmm. so it's to, instead of going in hours or days, it mm-hmm. might take a few weeks mm-hmm. if it's priced correctly in the right condition for its location. And what the big thing that's coming up is that buyers and sellers with their agents have to learn how to negotiate again. And this is something we haven't been able to do for a long time because the sellers had such an advantage. Um, You know, the big big thing when it comes to sellers is you have to be realistic about the price. Mm -hmm. And you can't always think your price is going to be what my neighbor's house sold for, add some to it, and we're going to sell like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it takes a lot of work to do the research to understand what's really going on in the marketplace. Yeah. That, that's something that we provide for yeah. our clients.
1: Chris does a great... You do a great job at that.
0: Yeah. And that's that's just kind of the nerdy side to me with the math and <laughs> engineering degree. Um, but let's talk about a positive aspect.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For the first time in a while, our buyers are having success.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. So recently here, very recently, working, I was working with a new um, first-time home buyer couple, and you know, they needed time. This was the first time they'd been out going through this process. I'm helping educate them along the way. But at the same time, it's a really big decision when you do it for the first time. And so um, it was just a great indicator of the market because we had looked at something on a Friday that, boy, in April would have been gone in hours with multiple offers. And um, they were able to take the time um, and, and, and really think about it and do their do their homework. And we did not have a lot of conversation. And then they ended up, Going back on, you know, two days later, and writing an offer and got it accepted, and so that that is a huge change from what we've seen the last couple of years, and so they were able to have the time that they needed to.
0: Yeah, and they were able to have an inspection. Yeah, they were able to yep. have so many of these kind of like standards that were in, in strong, the market before. It was
1: still a strong offer, but yeah, it, they were able to get the inspection some things that they should be able to have
0: yeah and we got to negotiate in mm-hmm. fairness mm-hmm. between yep. the seller and the buyer yep. and, we, and we we ended up getting them a fair deal and, and it, it, it's working out well so um, the takeaway is is that buyers out there today are on even ground with sellers. And closer than yeah. Closer than they've been in a long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And of course, if sellers have to be more reasonable, then the buyers have to be reasonable, mm-hmm. and we can negotiate in fairness. And it takes some skill to do that. Mm-hmm. The, the communication process has come back between um, buyers and sellers. Agents actually have to solve problems and get things worked yep. out. It, it used for the longest time. It was just the seller was like, "Nope, you figure it out. If I don't, if you don't want to buy it, I'll sell it to someone else." Yeah,
1: and it was just in warp speed. Yeah. So and it it was just a whole different. Conversation. There wasn't much conversation.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a it's a much more amiable process mm-hmm. now that it's been, um, but it's getting back to normal. Okay, let's talk about the third thing: is the financing challenges we have today.
1: Yeah, that, um, this is
0: this is such a big deal. Uh, of course, when interest rates went from way below historical lows, now they're kind of hovering at historical average in mm-hmm. in the seven percent range, mm-hmm. sometimes six, sometimes little sevens. Um, One of the things we're seeing now is that you really have to do your due diligence when it comes to the financing.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess in, in my experience or what I've been experiencing over the last several months is, um, the key thing. And as a team, as team Bober, this is always our, our big priority is relationships. Um, but that in everything. So having a relationship with a lender is a really big deal. Um, and, and also maybe speaking with, us first to educate you on what are some of the questions you should be asking that lender because I think sometimes a pre-approval is a very quick thing to get. Mm-hmm. You fill in a few things on maybe a website and you're pre-approved, but do you understand that that lending institution? Do you understand what their processes are because they're all a little different? And wouldn't you rather get kind of more into the weeds and have a better, more solid picture of of your borrowing power um, in the beginning, before you're looking at houses, as opposed to, well, I got this pre-approval letter because I filled out a few boxes on a website. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you get into a transaction and you realize that maybe that's not as accurate as you thought. And then you run into bumps down the line.
0: Yeah, I think it's actually kind of kind of cool that lenders are becoming important again. Oh, it's where, great. Where mm-hmm. for long, people can go on to online on the on- and fill out whatever mortgage they put in their income. They put their social security number in. And, and it kicks back what they're approved for. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just really a starting point yeah. for there. And, and it's so important to have a lender that you can communicate with. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, you can meet them face to face. Because really, as we go through this, it isn't just that it's getting harder because the interest rates. But lenders are asking for more. Like mm-hmm. A lot of people talk about, oh, we're going towards a bubble. Well, lending institutions aren't going to let that happen, mm-hmm. right? They're very strict, on lending money these days.
1: They are, and they're held to so many layers of regulations and things like that. And then you get, you know, from federal and all, all the way down. Then, But then each institution has their own what they call overlays, which are kind of their own rules mm-hmm. for that particular bank or credit union or whatever they are um, that they have to... So there's a lot of rules. And I I have found, in my experiences the last few months with buyers, and, and on the sell side, because we deal with buyers, obviously, um those seem to be tightening down a little bit for good reason, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. always to protect the consumer, um, but it's made it a different process, I guess, in in the few months I've seen.
0: Absolutely. So one of the things that we've kind of always held this standard, yeah. but we've even become more aware of this, is that we try to stay on top of the financing aspect of, yeah. of every deal. Now, if you're, if there's our clients are selling a house, when someone makes an offer, they include a pre-approval letter and they have the, the, the contact information for their lender. Mm-hmm. And we always follow up. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just don't assume that they're qualified.
1: Well, the last couple of months, the first thing I look at when um, an offer comes in on a listing is the date of the pre-approval letter. And if that isn't in within the last two, three weeks, maybe four weeks, I'm calling to ask them to get back with their lender and and we need to get an updated letter because I know it's
0: changed. Yeah, we've had offers on properties very recently where we we called the agent and said, you need an updated approval letter. Yeah. And even from that, we will then call an institution. And what we want to really make sure is they're not at the very tippy top of what they can qualify for and that they're a solid Mm -hmm. uh, buyer because the worst thing that can happen is we go through the process... And we get to the end and find out they weren't as solid as they were. Right. In, in the lending world, they're going to give you a pre-qualification or pre-approval. Mm-hmm. But then it has to go th- um, get through appraisal. And it has to get through underwriting. Yeah, and those exactly. underwriters are strict. They are looking for any kind of debt. They're looking for any kind of judgments. They're looking mm-hmm. for adverse situations that could affect their ability as, as a borrower. Mm-hmm. And they, you got it. we have to solve a lot of those. So what, what we do, both from the listing side and the buying side, and this is, I would say we, I mean, Jen, is, you know, you call them at least once a week, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, just, first of all, we're, we're really getting more stringent. I've always reached out to the lender right away, but now asking more more detailed questions about it because there, we do things for a reason, right? Um, and so there's a good reason why we're doing this because we've had some that didn't come together and it, you know, really went back to lending, quite frankly. But, yeah, and so there's a very strict process that I follow of following, following up with title and lending um, every week, at least once a week. Um, whether we're on the buy or sell side, it doesn't matter. Just making sure everybody's on the same page because things can happen really in a matter of minutes in real estate change or mm-hmm. things required, and, and so it's good to stay on top of that.
0: Yeah, and that's just one of the advantages of working with Team Bober is you have Jen Bober. Uh, Mama Bober is taking care <laughs> of the details, really, and, and that's a, a big plus for our business yeah. is that there's two of us so that you can be... On top of the situation, as and make sure and try to do the best we can to get that deal to close. Right, right. The best right. thing that happens is that deal does get closed for our buyers and our sellers mm-hmm. in that situation. So, um, as you can see, the the, the skills required it to do what we do have accelerated. right? Yeah. And there's a couple of things. If my takeaway from all this we talked about today is that relationships and experience matter.
1: Well. Uh, and I kind of alluded to that a minute ago, the relationship Mm -hmm. part. Um, And so just, I I don't want to go backwards, but I want to also bring up, you know, the relationship with the lender is so important. And if you are a buyer and you're bringing a lender into the situation that you have a relationship with, uh, maybe have a quick conversation with your agent. Make sure you've asked the right questions and you understand that. But um, also, if you don't, if you've never had a mortgage or been through this process with an institution, you know, Chris and I have spent, over 20 some years in our combined career in real estate, building great relationships and going through these difficult transactions with lenders we know that are good at doing things. And we can always help in that way too. Um, But yeah, it's it's a really big deal that you wanna make sure you're in a trusting relationship.
0: We yeah, to to that. absolutely. And and that's how we build our business. Like our business is built on relationships. Uh, almost 100% of our clients are referred to us by past clients, friends and family and our, our good vendors out there. Mm-hmm. And we do have a, a experience and relationships with really good lenders. Mm-hmm. And we love working with lenders that we can recommend to our clients because then we, we can get them on the phone, right? Yeah. We, we see them all the time. We know who they are. We, mm-hmm. we trust them to get the deal done, to do their job. Um, but the other part here... And to be really honest with us. Yeah. You know,
1: they're they're not just... In my opinion, when you have that trusted, established relationship, it's not just someone out there trying to capture another transaction, so to mm-hmm. speak. Um, it's someone that knows us, therefore cares about Team Bober and our clients, and they're really going to do, be honest at all costs.
0: And we have worked with some recently who we didn't, we couldn't establish that relationship because they're not great at communicating mm-hmm. and come to find out they weren't doing their due diligence. Yeah. Yep. And we don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. Whether it's our client or the client on the other side of the transaction, it hurts everyone when people can't right. be open and honest and good, good at what they do. The other thing is the experience that we have combined. We have over 20 years of experience in the industry. at you know, we've just been through so many situations that we can see the red flags and we can help people navigate those and try to prevent them from going down the wrong road. Mm-hmm. That's one thing we really try to offer our clients to. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's important. And I mean, I'm always grateful. I, I usually learn something from every transaction. Mm-hmm. But the, as the years go and those experiences build, it's, it's yeah, you just can see the writing on the wall a lot of times before it hits.
0: That That's great. Um, So, again, our takeaway here is that relationships... Both with our clients and with the, with the trusted professionals out there, mm-hmm. they really matter. Our experience is here to help you guys. Um, of course, we've been doing this for a long time. We like to say we provide authentic hospitality yeah. Yeah. right no, you're only getting not only getting the numbers guy who can see the black and white You're getting
1: mama bober too <laughs> yeah she
0: gets kind of mama bear out there but our clients and taking care of them so um, that's what we have to offer that's what we do um, if you want more information kind of about what we do you can go to our website teambober.com. you can follow us on all the social media channels um, of course subscribe to this podcast if you're listening to it subscribe to our YouTube channel we have tons of videos out there about the market about little tips yeah. and tactics to get there and some fun ones out there too um, and then you can find us here in Nebraska Realty. we'll leave all of our contact information wherever you're hearing or seeing this so you can reach out to us so thanks again for joining us on the keeping a real estate with Chris and Jen Bober podcast Thanks for having uh, me We hope to come into the, we hope to get Jen into the studio a lot more often because um, she's definitely the sunshine that helps um, take care of our clients so once again thanks for watching and listening you can find us on, at teambober.com and we'll see you next time.